Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, welcome to episode 47. I just want to say welcome back to my amazing listeners who listen week in and week out. And welcome to anyone who is new to the Manage My Wedding podcast. Today's podcast is just with myself, Yvette Sitters, the show host. Now, before I get into this podcast, I want to talk to you about the Manage My Wedding app. And those of you who have been talking to me about getting the app, but without an iOS device. Now, the plan was to actually come out with another app for non-iOS users this year, but obviously COVID has thrown 2020 up in the air and the wedding industry has certainly taken a bit of a tumble. Now, because of this, of all those changes this year, I've actually had to put the new app on the back burner, but I have been working instead on something in the meantime that will be able to help those of you who listen that don't have access to an iOS device to use the Manage My Wedding app. So these are new tools that I'm very excited to be launching and they will be launching in the next couple of months. Now, these tools will be able to help you take actionable steps in your wedding planning. Now, they are fantastic for people that don't have access to the app, but then there will also be some additional tools for those who are using the app as well. And they will be step-by-step guides for all your to-do items that you see in the app. So these new tools will really be able to help everybody. Now, if you would like to be the first to know over the next couple of months when these are going, when these are launched and available, because they will be available to purchase at a very, very budget-friendly price, then I suggest you head to the website managemywedding.com and just subscribe to the free ebook that I have on there. And that will instantly put you on the list so that you are the first to know. Now that free ebook, if you don't have it already, you're going to want it anyway, because it is my top 101 wedding tips. So that is something that you would definitely like. Now I have to say, Over the last two weeks, I have really enjoyed all the amazing feedback from everybody in regards to the last two podcast episodes that I've had out, released. I know 2020 has been challenging for those of you that are wedding planning and those who have had to change their plans. I'm so glad that the last two episodes have helped you mentally and also physically with your partner. If you have not listened and you're struggling with your wedding mindset and your relationship is taking a bit of a toll at the moment with all that's happening to your wedding plans, then I highly recommend you go back and listen to those last two episodes because there is some great advice and some practical tools that you can use straight away to help you get on track with your life and wedding planning and helping you stay positive. So let's talk about today's episode, which I am super excited about actually. (laughs) Well, I'm always excited about all my podcasts because I love recording them so much, but I'm looking forward to sharing this one with you because I want to help you actually now get started and back on track with your wedding planning because that is why you listen, right? Because you want to get married. So what is stopping you? (laughs) Yes. 
I get it, a pandemic. But firstly, I want to say, don't let anything stop you marrying the love of your life. I won't go over it again as I did in episode 45, but let go of the pandemic fears and let's wedding plan. Now, either for a wedding coming up in the next few months, or if you've got a wedding coming up in two years time, the show must go on. So what four steps should you look at first to get you back on track and get your wedding mojo back? Number one, review your budget. Now, if you're using the app, that's easy. You can just go back through every category in the budget section. And those that are not using the app, go back to whatever tool you're using for your budget. And if you do not have a tool or even a spreadsheet, create one. (laughs) You cannot get married without one. And I want you to look at every single expense that you have broken down and ask yourself this question, is this necessary? If you are annoyed at something you're spending money on and you both can't understand why you need it, then don't get it. Cancel it. It's not needed. Every single wedding is different. And that means that spending money on different things to everyone else is what happens. So I always believe when you have a feeling that there's something you're spending money on that you don't want to, it's not right. Don't have it. Don't do it. For example, if you are spending $2,000 on table centerpieces and it just is not sitting right with you and you're feeling extremely uncomfortable about spending that much money, that they're, they're not right. You're not meant to have them. Don't spend the money. Go and speak to your venue and ask them, do they already have something in stock that you can use? Or go to your mother or your mother-in-law and say to them, can you create something for my table centerpieces? This is the color and style I like. Hand it over. So I just want you not to spend money when you're not feeling good about it. It's really, really important. And my gosh, I have seen some amazing DIY table centerpieces. Just to throw that one in there, you could do anything for so much less. Now, I also want to say if you have had longer to save, because let's say your wedding has been postponed. So you've had six extra months or two extra months to save, then you shouldn't really be too worried about your budget, but still be tight and still be very mindful because it's so easy to spend money unnecessarily. Now, step two, I want you to review the guest list. Now, this is really important because it's one, it's one area where you can really save and you can save really very quickly. But I also think this one is so important this year because So much has changed in 2020. There would be so many people that you haven't seen or haven't spoken to. Now, yes, it is strange times and we haven't been able to see people and we might not have got back into that. But if there was someone on that list that you have not spoken to once during this pandemic hit, then do they still need to be invited? And do you think they're still going to be expecting it? Ask yourself that question. And if you have already sent invites, honestly, no one will mind if you say, we have changed our plans because of COVID and now we're planning a smaller wedding to be safe. And that can be to be safe in case the wedding's going to be cancelled and postponed again. But it also can be because the venue won't let you have as many people. People absolutely understand at the moment. They get it. You might not think they do because you feel guilty, but they do. 
And really, they just want for you to get married anyway and not have to worry about them. So do what feels right. Friendships have changed this year and that's something you really have to consider. And I also want to suggest if you're really like confused about who to cut from a guest list and you have to, then go back and listen to my first ever podcast because that that topic was why your guest list must be the first task on your to-do list. And I talk in that about how important the guest list is and how to cut it back. Step three is think about your honeymoon. Now, I say this one because, yes, it's probably not the most important thing for the wedding, but it's the most funnest, I think, because it's not so serious. It's not something everyone's judging you on at the wedding or something that you're concerned about. It's thinking about having a holiday at the end. And gosh, we all know that this year we all need a holiday. Yes, we can't travel overseas, but get creative on this. You know, most places where we live, and especially I know in my state in Queensland, we have incredible backyards that we can visit. The backyard here in Queensland is amazing. And I just did visit up north to Hamilton Island and I just could not believe I haven't spent more time in my own state because it was amazing. And everyone has that where they live. We just don't always know it. But if you start researching on the tourism sites or event sites, you will find stuff that will blow your mind when you go there. So spend some time researching And when you pick where it is that you're going to go, you know, if it's not going to be this whole two week long or one month holiday, just go and do four days for now and then travel overseas later and have a belated, you know, honeymoon where you'll have much more money to spend anyway. And if you book something just for four days that's local to you or a quick one hour flight, when you're spending that time researching, Book in the fanciest spas and the fanciest restaurants. Do the best of the best because you're only going to be doing it for a few days and then it's going to be super memorable. And while I'm on this topic, I want to just touch on destination weddings. This is definitely a difficult one for many of you at the moment. So decide if you're postponing for some time or just go and elope for now and then have a destination wedding in two years time, or just make the decision to have a local wedding with all your wedding guests or all those that can make it. You really need to make that decision. Don't sit on it because that just messes up your mind. Then the last step is tame your to-do list. So go back over and have a look at that to-do list. Now, everyone is at totally different stages that listens to my podcast. You're at a different stage to planning to each other. So I want to cover off some of the stages now and what you can do with your to-do list with the stage that you're at. So stage one is that you have had to postpone or you're going to postpone your wedding. If you're at this stage, I want you to first go back to the start of the to-do list because the largest ticket items such as booking a celebrant, finding a venue, booking a photographer, those really large ticket items, they need to be looked at again and checked that you have changed the new dates or check that they are available on your new dates. So make sure you do that. That's really, really important. And then after the big ticket items, then move on to the smaller tasks that don't impact the wedding date as much, such as you know, you're the cake maker. 
Now, if you are at stage two, this is wedding date hasn't arrived yet, but you have come to a standstill with your wedding planning and you're not seeming to move forward. My biggest suggestion here is that you should go back to your to-do list and see what still needs actioning. And if you don't have a to-do list, then download our app or get on the wait list that I talked about earlier. But when looking at the to-do list, pick the hardest task first. Now, I always say this. I don't know if any of you have heard of the saying, eat that frog. (laughs) But basically it's, you know, do the hardest thing first because that's usually what's holding your mojo back. And once you get that hardest task done first or that task you're avoiding the most, there is like a weight that lifts off your shoulders. You've eaten that frog and it's over with. (laughs) And then you can enjoy the planning and get on with it and enjoy the stuff that you really want to do the most. Now, stage three, this is the last stage I want to talk about in your planning. So these are the people that you haven't started planning at all and you're stuck and you just cannot get started. So you're engaged and you haven't done anything. Well, firstly, I want you to start at the beginning of the wedding planning journey and go straight to my very first podcast and then follow them in order because they will help you get started and tell you exactly what you need to do. Or if you're worried about spending money at the moment in the current climate, then go and listen to episode 20. And that is wedding planning that won't cost you a cent. And actually anybody at any stage of the planning can go and listen to that episode because it will really, really help you get excited about your planning and you don't have to worry about money. So there you have it. That is just four steps to get you back on track. That were one, review the budget, two, review the guest list, three, plan or think about your honeymoon and four, tame your to-do list. And if you want any extra help or you're stuck on something, then please feel free to message me on Instagram at Manage My Wedding so I can help you. I love helping people. I love helping people move forward on something that they're stuck on because wedding is the most important time in your life and you need the support. But lastly, if you have enjoyed this podcast, then please subscribe and leave me a review. I love reading your thoughtful reviews. And if you leave your Instagram handle, on the review. I will also get in touch with you personally. And if you're listening in real time, there is actually also a competition at the moment. And if you leave a review, you go into the draw draw to win one of the bridal packs I'm giving away. And until next time, enjoy being engaged, staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams.